Welcome to Talking Art Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. Welcome to our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. And today our episode is entitled, Awkward Exit, Stage Left. So let's just catch up for those of you that are dropping in for the first time to uh, spend some time with us. Greg and I have been friends for a long time. We've both been managers for a long time. We have both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have missed the mark. We will start at the perspective of the employee and then move on from there. And we're going to discuss how we have observed others successfully manage these situations and uh, turn it into a learning opportunity. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. Are we going to have a good discussion today, Greg? Yeah, we're going to have a good discussion. Boy, this is a good topic. All these are such great topics that we have, and we just so enjoy reflecting and sharing and uh, um, uh, digging deeper into each of these topics. I think this is one of those topics where uh, it's quite apparent we will talk about absolutely anything. Yeah, that's for sure. So awkward exit, stage left. You're leaving the organization, whether by your decision or not, and you experience some or all of the following. It is awkward with the bosses. Your boss is obviously feeling awkward with the situation. You're concerned about the authenticity of the situation. You are uncomfortable about the arrangements of your leaving. And your leaving leaves a lot of questions on people's minds that can't or won't be dealt with by the manager or your boss. So Greg, how does this affect our relationships and the work environment? Well, you know, this can be so tough because there's all kinds of emotions involved in this. Uh, emotions of excitement. If you're going to a new job and it's, uh, you know, I've made the choice and it's a great opportunity. And even when people are excited for you, there's loss, there's grief, there's churn. All of the emotions that normally come through any kind of change are experienced here. So how you manage this does a whole bunch of things. If you don't manage this well, then uh, it not only impacts the relationship and, you know, often um, your stars, your folks that are great, sometimes you got to let them go and then they'll come back into your organization. So allowing a good leaving can be a really great thing. Uh, but equally important are the folks that are still there and how they see you manage through these things um, can send clear messages to everyone else that I want to get out of here or boy, uh, uh, disrupt performance and productivity because of the spin that this thing can create. Even a difficult situation needs to be managed properly. Yes, I mean, yeah, I agree 100%. So let's discuss some common sense approaches to help deal with this type of situation. Be as authentic as possible within the constraints of confidentiality. I think in this, uh, you know, just spouting out the, the, uh, the party line, uh, kind of depersonalizing it makes the situation more difficult. I think we really have to be real people talking to other real people. And there's often, you know, we can't talk about the details, why somebody's leaving or why they're being asked to leave or whatever. But it's really important to realize that you're talking to real people and they have feelings, they have questions, they, they're concerned about what's going on. And sometimes just saying, listen, you know, this is upset me as well. Uh, this is not maybe what we wanted at, at the beginning or you know, we're sad to see them go. 
be a real person, we might not be able to talk about the intimate details of what's going on, but we can certainly talk as a real person to other real people, especially when, you know, you mentioned it early on, the people that are left behind. It's really important that we still connect with them, that they know, even if we can't talk about what the details are, that uh, some of the things they're feeling, we're feeling as well. Yeah, and you know what, we've, um, I think in almost every podcast, we've talked about the power of pause and the power of uh, reflection and pre-planning in whatever situation you're talking about. This one, it's equally important. So in the decisions, first go to yourself and say, how am I feeling about the situation? What am I thinking about the situation? And what do I wanna do about the situation? Really reflect on that because when you do that yourself, you're gonna better understand how you're showing up and how you're reacting to the situation, but good or bad when someone's leaving. If I've had to make a decision to exit someone or if someone's made a decision to leave, either way, how is it impacting me as a manager first? And then secondly, thinking about the others that are around the team and thinking about what they might be feeling, what they might be thinking, and what they might be wanting to do. And that will less help inform how you show up. So really doing that upfront thinking is so important. And then what you said is so powerful to be authentic. And, you know, everyone knows there's things you can't say, uh, but the, the whole standard one-line statement, and listen, I had spent a lot of time in human resources, and sometimes we would, we would create these unnatural situations where everybody knew everything more than, than you were saying. So how do you be authentic and say, of course, I can't talk about some things, but I can talk about these things. And I think by being authentic and stay, staying away from some of those catchphrases, oh, this is the best for everybody. Right. This is the best for the organization. And I don't know if when people say those things, they're helpful. I don't find them that helpful. And I certainly don't like to say those types of things because it might not actually be true. Right. Yeah, I know. I agree. And, you know, you, but I can, you can say where appropriate, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm disappointed that Alistair's leaving. Uh, you know, he's a great guy. He's contributed lots. However, you know, I'm, I'm pleased that he's found something that is, is better what he wants right now. Or this was a tough decision. Boy, it was a, you know, so you can add some emotion to it, you know, because if they know that you are reflecting and responding in different ways, that makes you real. That deepens your relationship and trust with your employees without giving away details. And as a manager, have an open conversation with a staff member about the departure. Uh, what do they want um, around the departure in terms of narrative, arrangements, those types of things? Very important to have just a good, healthy discussion about those things. Yeah, you know, especially if it's not their choice. Um, uh, when it's not your choice, uh, what you want to do is give people as much choice as possible within a tough situation. The more choice you can give, because it's often about having some sense of control. And if you don't have control over what's happening to you in the moment, if there are little things you can give as a manager, boy, that's so helpful to help the person begin their transition. And be sensitive to their views during these discussions, but ensure that you push enough so that they aren't settling. Quite often, maybe they have these conflicting emotions about leaving, whether they've been asked to leave or they want to leave or they feel they have to leave. 
make sure you push enough that uh, the situation, um, and I go run into the next one as well, is marked in an appropriate fashion. Sometimes people, they, they go, I, I just want to get out of here. Or I don't want to cause a fuss or whatever their mindset is. Make sure as the manager that we push enough so that we can mark that occasion appropriately. Yeah, and really getting um, get a big sense to their needs too, because you know uh, you might want and need a party to celebrate someone's going away, um, but they might not want that if it's a positive thing. Uh, and secondly, you know you have to be aware of having some level of consistency without without not falling into this is the way we do it here because both ways are not good so it's having a uh, some level of consistency on how you treat people for sure and that's usually aligned to the values of an organization but also be sensitive on what that person needs and wants in that situation and this is an area greg that i have failed miserably in the past and i'm thinking about one situation where I wasn't listening to what the person was saying and uh, it did not work out well. And as a result of failing uh, severely in that situation, I learned a lot more about myself as a person, but also as a manager. And it's just so important to have a healthy discussion, uh, to be responsive to what the person wants and to kind of agree on what that should look like. Mm -hmm. Great, 100%. And allow others to play a role as appropriate. We might be a fairly new manager with the group of people that we're working with and somebody's leaving and like you hardly know this person. And if another member of the team, maybe a senior person knows them, is their friend, has worked with them ever, comes up and says, hey, listen, I'd like to play a major role in, in planning and executing uh, this goodbye strategy for Greg. For me as the manager in that situation, it's all you. Let me know what you need from me. Yeah, the one thing that you may want to do, and this is this is something I know is bubbling up for me, is is to be a, a bridge in that situation and say, "Hey, Alistair, Mary has expressed a desire to help coordinate uh, an event, which is pretty awesome." But I just want to make sure that you're comfortable with that as well, um, you know, because hopefully Mary's not. Mm, now's my chance to plot. You know that uh, um, you know. So uh, that was my. That wasn't a really good. That was a. That was an evil. Uh, that was my evil uh, definition. But you know, it, it, you can just confirm uh, because again, you don't know what someone needs, and even peers might really want to do something. But if that person really doesn't want that, then you can be a little bit of the bridge in that dialogue to help help it. But to your point, hey, if they want to, and the person wants it. Beautiful, man. I was very scared by your evil words there. <laughs> Thanks. That's my, uh, you know, maybe a new career on um, uh, Disney, uh, Disney villains. I'm not sure. You're all over the voiceovers. <laughs> and uh, remember that there may be a need for structure in this uh, leaving exercise, but don't dismiss the ad hoc aspects of people leaving. Sometimes, the best events are ones that just happen. Like at 1130, a whole bunch of us are taking you out for lunch, Greg. Let's go. We're going to this restaurant and you end up having like a great time. Uh, I love these events that just take out and break out. And maybe you end up going on the lunch circuit for a couple of weeks before you leave and, you know, just have a great combination of people and, and experiences and stuff. Uh, that can't be dismissed. It's very, very important. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. 
And as a manager, when somebody's leaving, it isn't about you. Quite often, if it's contentious or whatever the situation is as a manager, we need to be self-aware of where we're at with this. And we might be frustrated. We might be angry. We might be disappointed. And I don't know how many times, Greg, people have relayed what their manager said to them in a one-on-one -on -one meeting, or I've heard it as a third party in a smaller meeting, or God forbid, uh, a manager says this out loud during the goodbye session, says something that, you know, really, it's like, are you kidding me? And I just think it's really, really important that if we're all mixed up, if we have all these emotions going on, and uh, it's just sometimes better to say, listen, thank you very much for everything you've done for us, and just walk away after that. Because we all feel these conflicting emotions sometimes, especially maybe if the relationship hasn't been that good and we're disappointed or we angry or whatever it is, we need to be careful what we say. And if we know we're conflicted and we're emotional and we're not quite sure where we are with this, sometimes it's just better to say, thank you for everything that you've done. I wish you all the best. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was funny when you say the statement, uh, sometimes it is about you. It was what I was thinking, uh, but you can't make it about you. Uh, so, so they may be leaving because of you, but they can't make it about you. And it's just not going to, you can learn from it and reflect hopefully through exit interviews and that type of thing. If there is something with regards to, but in the moment you as a leader have to show up and show up might be just thanking them for their contribution and wishing them the best, as you said. Um, so that, uh, that, uh, but you know what, it is important to show up and I'm not sure if we actually capture it in here. But the one other thing that can happen with awkward exits is crickets. They are gone and no one talks about it. And, and so equally important is, is as, a, as a leader, um, and it goes back to, again, the first part, having those honest dialogues with the rest of the team when something happens. Because sometimes people, you got to move them out quickly because of something more serious. Or they decide and don't give you notice and go more quickly. And so you have to manage that situation. And again, all the things we've already talked about, the professionalism, the making it human, those kinds of things are all good things. But what you'd never want to do is never say anything. Uh, that cricket scenario and, you know, and then there were four and then there were three and it's like, yikes, you know, um, you got to manage them. You got to take it on, even if it's a challenging uh, situation. I really like that point you made a couple of minutes ago. It's just been kind of sitting with me. The person may be leaving because of you, but when they actually leave, it isn't about you. It's about right. them. Yes. Yeah. And about the rest of the team of basically really what you want to do is um, uh, make the the dip of performance and angst and emotional less deep that's your job is to because there's going to be a dip uh because we have relationships we you know we there's emotions involved in separation in good situations and bad situations there's always emotions involved so really your role of a leader is to help reduce that dip and help people move more quickly through the dip that that's the that's the role including yourself and at the end of the day it's important that we wish people well that we mean it and that we're truthful even if it's been a difficult transaction because we even if we've had disagreements and maybe we're not getting along 
we're all people and we need to respect one another and we really do wish people well. I agree. Cause you know what? Uh, most people know more than you think. Uh, and, uh, and this whole level of authenticity and trust, the more direct and honest, it helps stop spin because if you don't um, come be truthful, if you don't bring the facts that you can forward, spin's created. And spin is never good for any workplace organization. So uh, remember that they know more than you probably think they know. And, and also the more facts um, that you can put out, uh, the less spin that will occur. Authenticity, is, that's the word that's coming to my mind. Mm-hmm. And as uh, employees, there are a couple of things we can do to assist in this uh, situation. Be self-aware of your feelings in leaving. We, like the manager, may have a whole bunch of conflicting thoughts and emotions about what's going on. It might not have been our choice. Maybe we're just leaving for a new opportunity, or maybe we feel that we have to leave. In any event, it's so important that we are self-aware of how we're feeling as we deal with the leaving. Yeah, and we said this, and you know, both the person who is leaving and also the others who are seeing their friend, colleague leave. Really, it comes back to that very first step is understanding how am I feeling, what am I thinking, and what do I want to do in the situation, what do I feel like, like doing. If you go through those three buckets, then it really helps um, ensure that your leaving will be more thoughtful and more smooth. And work through the feelings you're experiencing. Maybe you need to uh, talk to a good friend about what's going on, a really close colleague, or maybe EFAP, or a counselor. Especially if you're feeling a lot of uh, feelings and emotions with what's going on, could be really helpful if you talk to somebody about that. Mm, I agree. And be clear with your manager on how you want your leaving to be dealt with. Have a good discussion. It can be a frank discussion, but have the discussion you need to have so that you feel comfortable with what's going on. Yeah, no, it's so helpful because really as a manager, we don't know. And, 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 you know, we might assume something. So if there's something specifically you're hoping for, declare it. And be open in those discussions with your manager. There are others to be considered. Maybe you've worked with two or three people the whole time you've been at the organization. Maybe there's something afoot. Some of your colleagues want to do something for you. You know, let's set kind of the parameters. But at the same time, it's helpful to be open because there may, may be a couple things going to happen that you would get joy in and uh, uh, would be meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Leaving well is so important, even in the tough situations, especially if you're making the decision to leave, because you never know uh, how things come around. I've had at least twice in my career where folks that I've worked uh, for before or worked with before end up coming back and connecting them at another organization. And so how you leave is so important. Also referrals and those things. How can you actually uh, be open to those discussions with your manager? And the other thing I would say is where possible, there's a number of tools, there's exit interviews, there's the other different things where be respectfully direct and authentic on, on why you're leaving, 
what are the things things could improve in what you've appreciated those things are really important as well and you've mentioned this uh, a little bit as well already take control of the things you can a loss of control is a serious driver to negative actions and thoughts i have found in my personal experiences when i've left or had to leave uh, organizations or parts of organizations that by taking control of as many aspects of myself leaving or moving on has uh, lessened any um, negative thoughts, anxiety, uh, uncertainty. I just found it really, really helpful uh, to do it in a constructive manner, in a healthy manner, of course, but anything you can take control of, uh, because quite often maybe we're feeling that we've lost control, we're spinning out of control, and by taking control of those things that we can, uh, your leaving can, uh, it helps your leaving to be better. And it's really hard, right? Uh, you know, one role that, that I had, I was exited. Uh, it was a values disconnect with me and my boss and a couple of other things. And, and I remember the head, the global head of HR saying to me that she'd never seen anyone leave so well. Uh, I stayed for a couple of weeks. I helped clear up. I, I transitioned the team. Um, but boy, oh boy, there's lots of emotions in that. At the beginning, I was so annoyed. Actually, I was annoyed and relieved at the same time. So I had mixed emotions in it. By, uh, I, and I had been thoughtful on my exit. But, um, but still, uh, you have a choice on how you show up and how you behave. And behaving poorly never will help you, even if you're angry. You know, you can be respectfully direct. You can say the things you need to see, but leave well, because you just never know uh, how things will hook back around and how that sets up in the future. Always try to leave well, and it's not easy, especially when it's a surprise, when you feel you've done, been done wrong by, all those things, um, but you still have the choice. We all have the choice of how we want to respond, not what's coming at us, but how we want to respond, we have the choice. And along that thought, be respectful even when you don't want to be, or maybe when it's not deserved. Often these situations, there's emotions, maybe there's rudeness, uh, lots of surprise. But uh, in part of that leaving well, we need to be respectful, even if really the person doesn't deserve it or you don't want that to happen. It's just part of leaving well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And appreciate what people do or have done for you. There's nothing better than when you know you're leaving, going around to those people that have been an integral part of what you do. It could be support people, it could be specialists in other areas that help you get your job done or help you personally. It's a wonderful experience to go around and talk to some of these people and thank them. Chances are they know you're leaving and they have a bunch of emotions around you leaving as well, especially if you've had a good relationship. Do not rip yourself off. Go and have those goodbye conversations and say thank you to people. It's important to you and it's going to be important to them as well. I agree. And you know, there's so much great work out these days around the power of gratitude. Uh, and, and so if this is even you are being exited, uh, as quickly as possible, being able to reflect back on a role and say, what did I gain from this time here? What did I gain from this individual? What's the one thing that I learned and, and grew? Um, the, the shifting to gratitude will, if, if it's not your decision, 
will help you recover more quickly. Um, if it is your decision, it just highlights things more and will help accelerate your, your energy and motivation towards where you're going. And, and, and thirdly, by being grateful, to your point, it, it really helps others who are also working through a grieving period of some type with you leaving to feel good about themselves and to feel good about where they are. So there's like a three really strong reasons why appreciation and gratitude, even in a situation that's not as good, uh, will help yourself and others uh, around you. And something that's difficult to do, but can be really, really healthy to your experience in leaving and dealing with having left, is sometimes you have to forgive and move on, even if it isn't deserved or appreciated. We have all probably been in situations where we have been done wrong by. We didn't deserve it. It was not thoughtful, maybe really rude, but it is so important uh, as people that we begin working through kind of a forgiveness cycle. Sometimes it takes months, weeks, months, years to work through something that's happened to you. But it is so important to move kind of into that forgiveness cycle and to move on. Otherwise, this will follow you around like a, a weight on you. And I'm not talking about you that you go and you say, you know, Greg, you know, I forgive you. But just even beginning to work through those feelings because it's healthy. And uh, coming out the other side, whenever that is, you'll be a better person for it. Last thing you want to do is walk around with it's just heavy burden on you that you, you hate this person or that you're just so in pain because of what happened. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's easier than other times, but it's so important to at least enter into that process. Oh, I think this is a big point. For, and so I'm a, I'm a seven on the Enneagram and uh, it's a tool that I use which identifies. So I'm an optimist, I'm enthusiastic, and I tend to um, uh, cover up or walk away from things that are tough. I, I, I will go into them, but I'll find better pathways, a more positive approach. What's the, you know, the cup half full kind of thing. Um, and, and what I found when I went through that transition period of time, I had a great smiley face. I left well, as I said before, people said it was amazing and that type of thing. But deep down inside, I had not forgiven. Uh, and it was churning and it, guess who it stuck with the most me, you know, I, and then I get grumpy with other people around me and those type of things. So, uh, I had to, and part of really diving deep into the gratitude helped, but I had to actually let go and forgive who I thought the person who had made a negative impact on me in that role and also own up to what I owned in that situation. So I'm with you 100% because for probably a month afterwards, I was smiling on the outside, but inside I was churning and grumpy and it, you know what, it drips out, right? So uh, especially onto those you love. So uh, um, this is a big point. And forgiveness is actually a great tool to taking control of the situation where so many things you may not have had control of, you know, leaving, when you were leaving, how you were leaving, what that looked like. At the end of the day, one of the ways to take control of the situation, the ultimate control of the situation, is to forgive the people that were the architects or authors of what happened to you. Yeah, yeah. And once you find that way to let go, whew, uh, it doesn't automatically drift completely away, but there's a lightning that you feel. 
and then you can be more focused on what you need to do next. But uh, I'm with you hundred percent. And I, I appreciate that different people have different experiences and forgiveness may be a long-term process where other people, it may be uh, more short-term, but it is an important thing to uh, enter into for sure. And there is a dark side to leaving. Getting in the last word or sharing a negative exchange might seem to be needed, but that leaves a darkness for a very long time. Remember, the need to be right or have the last word isn't a good one for you or anyone else's life. This kind of feeds into the forgiveness thing as well, but so important, you know, sometimes we just want to say something or be the last person saying something to kind of make a point. And that isn't necessarily a very healthy thing. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's good to have a really trusted friend that you can have a blah session, you know, that I can just kind of rant. You know, our, uh, it's funny because our podcast is talking, not ranting, but there are sometimes very focused times in, in safe places that you can sit and you can rant a little bit, but then you need to let go because sometimes blah, you got to get up. But if it sticks to you, if, if, it, if it's just going to feed back into you, it's not good. It's not good. Greg, relate. Uh, is it Romney Gates? Is that uh, the philosophy? Uh, yeah, Rumi. Rumi. So Rumi is a great uh, philosopher and he has the three gates of when you're going to say something or if you have something you need to say, go through, he, he says, go through three gates. First, um, uh, is it true? Because uh, sometimes your emotions bubble up and what you think you want to say really isn't true. It's just what my emotions are driving me. Secondly, is it necessary? So do I need to do it? Do I need to do it now? So if it's true, you go through the gate. If it's necessary and you say, yes, it's necessary, it's necessary now, then go through that last gate and say something, but there's one more gate and that's, is it kind? And how do you say it? So uh, it's a great simple formula, especially when you're fired up to pause and say, is it true? Okay, yeah, it's true. I'm sure it's true. Okay, then uh, is it necessary to say now? Yeah, it is. It is necessary to say now. You know, when you go through that, is it kind? Whew, that kind one is sometimes the toughest one because you get through those two gates pretty fast. But then the kind, oh man, that's a tough one. The first time you, t you told me that, I went, oh my goodness, you're taking all the fun out of this. But it is such a helpful thing to, uh, to leaving in a healthy manner. Like, you know, you want to say something, you want to say the last thing, like, I don't know if you realize this, Greg, but I'm fairly sarcastic. And uh, one of those types of conversations, I would be pretty good at if I let myself go. But the reality is, is that wouldn't be healthy for me. And it certainly wouldn't be healthy for the other person. The first time you told me about that philosophy, I, I, I went, oh man, it's so convicting, man. You're like taking all the fun out of the room, but it is important. <laughs> I think Rumi was a pretty funny guy, fun guy as well as a convicting guy. No, I, I don't know. It was the uh, 1200s or something that he lived, I think. And we're not talking about not having a healthy discussion at some point in an exit interview or whatever like that. But what we're talking about is, you know, the, those quips that, that, that confrontation that you're kind of yearning for, that you feel that you need to get your honor back or to be punitive to somebody. Uh, we're not talking about having a healthy discussion and there's situations like an exit interview, those types of things where you can have a healthy conversation, but we're talking about the more negative aspects of leaving. Mm, true. And remember, the preparation to go to a new situation actually begins with your leaving your present situation. The person that leaves is most often the person that arrives. And 
I shared with you before, Greg, I think when we were talking, I was on the train one day going home, trying to mind my own business. And uh, this person got up uh, to head downstairs to line up to get off the train. And she, uh, she was having a conversation with obviously a friend. And I didn't mean to hear this story. I just had no, um, no choice in the matter. And she was talking about moving from one organization to the other. She said the name of the two organizations. Uh, they're big organizations in the Toronto area. So chances are people from both companies were on the train. And uh, she just lambasted her old place and was talking about how she was going to talk in the exit interview. She named a few people. And I felt bad for her. I don't know if she was hurt or there was a pride thing or what was motivating this conversation or all of the above, but she wasn't leaving well. You mentioned it a couple of minutes ago. There may be a need for you to go to a trusted person just to unload how you're feeling, have a good, healthy conversation. This person was having that conversation in the middle of a train with like literally hundreds of people around probably from those companies. And all I could think in my mind was, number one, I don't want to listen to this conversation. I feel bad for her and embarrassed for her and concerned for her. But if I was a manager from the company that she was going uh, to, um, with what I heard, I probably would have gone to the hiring manager and said, listen, this is what I heard. I have some concerns. I'll leave it with you. But she wasn't leaving well. And uh, the place that she was having this conversation was not appropriate. And I, I really was concerned about her in terms of where she's at. Uh, maybe she needs to talk to EFAP or, or a friend or a counselor, uh, or maybe it was just a poor decision on her part to have this discussion in that venue at that time. But um, there was people around. Yeah. Wow. You know, I love that comment too. You know, the person that leaves is most often the person that arrives. Like that really resonates with me as to, um, it, uh, how you how you leave and how you show up and uh, you know you almost have a visual of you know, those folks that just have it's like they've got packs and packs on their back just heavy and heavy and heavy and um, often we just need to pause and say what why am I carrying all this stuff and and how do I get support to let go of all of this stuff because people feel your energy when you arrive and if it's good energy, if it's negative energy, if it's heavy energy, so, so much work and, uh, and so much powerful to get working with someone to help you to take off your packs so that how you show up is more lighter, more focused. There's tons of research that shows how you show up can directly impact your personal satisfaction, your personal wellness and your personal success. So uh, definitely finding ways to let go. And if you do, as you said, if you have to have those intimate focused conversations to just kind of blech, find a private spot to do it because you never know who's there. Absolutely. And uh, we've mentioned this point in a couple different podcasts, either that we've published already or that we are going to publish. Be the person you want others to be. And you know, going on with what you just said, when you show up the right way, it's infectious, especially if you're a senior employee or you're the manager, it is, it, you will infect everybody else with that as well. And it just creates a much better situation. We spend so much time at work and so much of our energy and attention at work 
it's important that we make the best of that situation. Mm-hmm. So Greg, do you have uh, anything in wrap up? Yeah, just three things is when, when, you know, the exit, remember it's first about you understanding around how you're reacting to it. It's not about you, the exit, but it is about knowing how I'm responding as the manager or as the individual or as a person reflect upon what's happening in me inside. And secondly, recognize that it's, it's not just about you. Um, and, and understanding and working through that customized approach of how does the person want to do it? Share that idea of how do I want to leave and going forward and how do you best communicate to others that are there? Uh, and the third thing is really about, um, leaving well and showing up, uh, and the importance of both of those, because it's really about helping that curve, getting the shallow curve to helping us move beyond the loss and the emotions and the, the impact of these shifts and changes in community. We spend a lot of time at work and though a lot of these people, whether you like them or not, become deep relationships uh, because you see them every day, you spend a lot of time with them. So it's important to sh- help shepherd these um, changes in the dynamics of your, your, your team and your workplace uh, well. And for me, uh, I think, what uh, jumped for me in uh, this podcast and getting ready for it was uh, people being self-aware, whether you're the manager managing this situation or you're the employee that's being ultimately affected by it. Both people really need to have a lot of uh, self-awareness about how they're feeling. And if how they're feeling uh, is going to be a barrier or it's unhealthy, they really do need to take the steps to ensure that they can deal with this situation in an appropriate manner and that uh, the person can leave well and the person will leave well. So whether that's having uh, a session with a really close friend event or going to talk to somebody, uh, a coach or a counselor or whatever, really helpful if you are able to work through those emotions and i'm not saying it happens instantaneous uh some situations are more critical than others and just understanding where you're at is going to help make this situation unfold in a lot more healthy manner yeah for sure so uh we've hope uh what some of what we spoke about you found helpful today we hope that you didn't find anything we spoke of uh made you really angry but let's uh go to your uh, happier P philosophy, Greg. Yeah, yeah sure. You know, I've, I've, I will, I've often said and say at the end of each of our podcasts that the best coaching that I've been provided, uh, the environments that I provided are ones in which that I'll often leave with joy and excitement because I've learned something new or I recognize I'm doing something right or churn and a little bit of peeved off feeling in me, anger, this frustration, that type of thing, which because the coaches allowed me to see something that I really needed to see that was a disconnect that's happening uh, in within me or in the way I'm showing up. And, and often I leave with both joy and, and churn. And so uh, our, uh, our hope is that in these sessions that you'll leave with at least one and maybe both uh, because they're both good. They both help us uh, pause, reflect, 
and accelerate the things that we need to accelerate in order to create better relationships and uh, be a better leader or a better employee. So uh, that's what we, we always end with and we hope that that's occurred today. Amen. And uh, Greg and I had a quick discussion just before we recording today and uh, we are so grateful for uh, all the people that have been listening to us. We've always wanted uh, a broader, wider dialogue. So we have decided to open up the discussion a little bit and have like a mid-season after-party special edition in which we will be taking, uh, uh, talking about some of the comments we've heard from people. Some people have shared with us some of their wisdom about some of the situations that we've talked about and asked a couple questions as well. A couple of the questions have been kind of hard and I think it would be, uh, I'd be honored to sit there and talk about it and try to explore that a little bit more. So what we're thinking is that um, over the next couple of weeks, uh, if you guys could send us an email with whatever your point is, uh, some learning tip that you have that would fit into one of the uh, topics that we've discussed or that you had a question and we might not have the answer, but certainly Greg and I like to talk about all sorts of things we know nothing about. So perhaps uh, that would be a very helpful discussion as well. So uh, our email address is actually talking, not ranting, all one word, lowercase at gmail.com. That's talking, not ranting at gmail.com. So uh, what do you think, Greg? I, I, I like this idea. Yeah, you know what? At the very beginning in our, in our background, we talked about that this began in a diner where we were just talking about it. And, 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 uh, and our hope was that people would join us in the conversation. So this is for me, like visually, as you're just sharing that, it's like people pulling up chairs to our table. And saying, "Hey, I'm I'm sorry. I was just overhearing what you were saying, and I, I something that I've experienced that is this, or boy, you know what? A topic that you haven't talked about yet is this one, and this has happened. And I'd love to get your thoughts and ideas around that. Is so. This is uh, our listeners' chance to pull up a chair and to provide some of their thoughts and ideas and join the dialogue. And that would be the most perfect thing that we uh, that we were actually hoping that this would create." Um, a broader table or different tables, different dialogues around the same things. So uh, that's what came to mind and we hope that that's what we'll discover. And we've already had some great feedback from folks that have said, hey, you know what? This is something that I've done that's been helpful in that area. Uh, or again, this is a topic that, that uh, I'd love to uh, hear what you guys have to think about it and then explore others' ideas. There's room for more tables, not just chairs. Definitely. So yeah, that'd be great. So talking.ranting at gmail.com, drop us uh, an email and uh, we'll start putting together uh, a special episode where we deal with some of these issues and uh, some of these questions. And, uh, you know, we're all about dialogue, so let's do it. Cool. So remember, people matter. Take the time with the people you work with. They are a part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>